You're listening to That Park Live Podcast. From attraction deep dives to resort rundowns to cast member chats, they're here to help you live that park life. Here they are now. Beth and Greg! Hello everybody! Welcome back to That Park Life Podcast. We are happy to be back with you yet another week. Yeah, we Talking are. about all kinds of Disney stuff. What well, what? We got what, some good what? stuff today. We're going to talk about some updated Genie Plus. I get a lot of questions about this, and it, mm. a lot of it still confuses me a little bit okay. today. So I'm glad we're going through it. I do feel like you need to take like, um, you know, a college course on this at this <laughs> point. But and it's like always changing. But we're going to do what we can to help you guys out with that today. Yeah. So. And I I think it's also worth pointing out that there are some things that happen within the app that I think not everyone knows about. So we'll go through some of those things, some features yeah. within the app. That might make your trip a little easier to navigate while you're here and maybe even easier to plan when you're like, you know, when you're planning phase of getting ready to come on down here. Uh, Something fun that I have to announce is that our shop is open. (laughs) Yes, I've been talking about it long enough. Um, I've been messing with it long enough. But yes, our um, merch shop, simplisticthrills.com is open feel free to head over there and we do have a uh, promo code for you guys. So all of our listeners, our promo code is for 10% off. It's TPLP10. So that Park Life Podcast, TPLP10 is the code. Um, Yeah. That's That's what TPLP means. That is. It's for our listeners. I, you know, I didn't want to go with that Park Life (laughs) because that's, that's reserved for other things. But yeah, TPLP10, it's going to go for two weeks from the drop of this episode. So head over there and check it out and get you some goodies and join the email list because we're always going to be adding Ooh. things to it. Okay. Yes. Fun yeah, there's some, there's some fun stuff out there, everyone. So make sure you're not sleeping on it. That's right. Don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on it. And if you like supporting us, you know, yeah, head over there and get, get you some goodies. Um, you All know, right. I, f- I forgot to say something last week. How? What? I don't know. I felt like we did so much talking. We so um, I, we did share our quick little review of our Kona Cafe dinner with yeah. Rick and David. But what I forgot to share is what happened after that. Oh. And this was a core memory for me and Nicole. That is my wife, if you're new to us. And uh, I just want to share this with you because I know sometimes we get wrapped up in like the planning, making sure our trips you know, are perfect when we're down here on vacation mm-hmm. and or some of the maybe spontaneity sometimes is missing with these park pass reservations and all this stuff, right? So we both happen to be annual pass holders. I do need to say that this is how this was possible. But um, we were, we left dinner at the Polynesian and we were going to, we were on our way over to the contemporary and Rick and David were on their way to magic kingdom. And obviously we're on the same monorail cause there's, they go two stops, but we're, yeah. we would go three to the contemporary cause we were looking for a specific merch, a munchling that, <gasps> um, we're trying to find Ooh, okay. the sh- strawberry oat. That's like oat milk, strawberry. Oat, I don't know. It's a Baymax. Was it, oh, it was like another Baymax one. Another right? Baymax. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, they don't have any of the Polynesian. And then we just, we love the gift shop at um, the contemporary BBG Bayview gifts. Okay. <laughs> so um, we are on the monorail. We're obviously talking with, with Rick and Dave a little extra. And then we're, we pull into the station at the, at Magic Kingdom and they get off. And Nicole and I were talking about like, okay, we'll go like, let's go to BBG um and we'll get this and then she's like i wonder like i wonder if the emporium has like probably and i was like what are we doing we're right here so as the doors were closing i grabbed her by the hand and we just like flew off the thing and then boom the door (laughs) shut and then we were in the station so we're like let's just go to magic kingdom like that's let's why do we just not do it so since it was after two we were able to just go in we didn't have Mm -hmm. to have anything planned 
and we had the best time. We didn't even go on any rides. Literally, we we like we just walked around. That's all we wanted to do. We just wanted to soak in some Main Street vibes. We went into the mm-hmm. Emporium, got some pictures of the castle, walked around. I don't even remember where we walked, but just that moment of like, why are we going to a gift shop in a hotel when we can go to we like, go, like the, the shop big, of all shops? The right? big like, gift shop, which is right here. The most visited theme park location yeah. in the world. Why would we not just go in right there? Yeah. So um, if you can find moments of spontaneity in your trip, whatever that looks like for you, feel free to take them. I know that sometimes, you know, you're there either with kids or with someone who might be tired or whatever. But if you can find a way, just find a way throughout your day to how can you switch up your your trip and maybe do something you weren't planning on. And even if you're tired, I was tired. Yeah. Um, it was a, not a long day, but I did run. I got my 15 mile run in that morning. So like I was a little a sleepy boy. I'd been up since... Actually, that morning, I was up since two something in the morning because I couldn't Ugh. fall back asleep. So like I was a tired guy, yeah. but yeah. we just we just did it. And it was oh, we were very grateful and uh, oh, happy that we chose to just. I thought you were going to tell me that you found the Strawberry Baymax, but. We did not. But instead, yeah. we just got, we had, a, had such a, a such a better time. Yes. And you had just eaten a Kona. So, you know, get it. Yes. And we still went to the Contemporary. <laughs> but. Of course you did. We stopped at, uh, you know, had to do it over there right. at uh that sounds like a dream just to be able to like kind of have a little date time you know yeah it was very 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 nice good stuff i'm not normally using genie plus because like you Mm -hmm. know it's racking up some expenses here but we um i was knee deep in it this past week and i was like wow there are some new things that either I just didn't know about, people aren't talking about, or maybe they are and I'm just missing it. So I would um, love to share my experience this week. And I thought um, it would be beneficial to just kind of start at the beginning. Because just like you mentioned at the beginning of this, I still get a lot of Genie Plus questions. And a lot of it is like, I don't know where to start. We have friends who are booking a trip right now, like good friends. They were here. They know all about the old Fast Pass system. But they're like, I watched a few videos on it. I still feel like I don't get it. I was like, okay. I'm right Sounds there with like you half the time. Well, and I, I'm a visual learner, so it's mm. like we like go through this stuff, but I'm still like, huh? Yeah. But um, I have found a, a few like really good visuals that I like that I send to people. That's like, okay. this will be the most helpful for you. Like, and I have to, res- you know, I have to keep pulling it up and refer back to it when I when we're okay. doing it. But I'm also spoiled, and Doug pretty much does a lot of this, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you figure it out because this is stressing me out. Yeah. But we're gonna talk about it. So okay. So, um, and so if we're going to start with the basics of Genie Plus, by the way, all this information is as of August 2023. And I put that because Disney did announce that sometime in 2024, they are yeah. potentially updating it so that you can plan it your Genie Plus stuff ahead of time. So just this is a for now situation. We don't even know when. It could be yeah. December of 2024. Right? But we it's don't nice know. that they kind of heard our complaints and they're like, okay, everyone really liked the old fast pass yep. system. We're going to kind of marry the two and see if we can't come to like yes. a conclusion here. And um, there was, like I mentioned, a recent update that I'm excited to talk about. Yeah. Okay. okay. So uh, your basic Genie Plus information, we can start with just mentioning it is an add-on to park admission. Mm-hmm. Cannot be purchased ahead of time at the moment. You do have to purchase Genie Plus at Disney World anyway. Um, the day of, so meaning after 12 a.m. of the day, if you're planning on going to a park on Monday, that means 12.01 a.m. Monday morning, mm-hmm. you're able to do it. Although it is not really necessary to stay up until midnight to do it. I would say, unless you're going on a big holiday, right? Like somewhere between Christmas and New Year's that week, 
maybe that might be the time mm-hmm. um and maybe some other select holidays maybe maybe fourth of july if that it's not nearly as busy as it used to be yeah because of, probably because of the pricing and stuff but um just know that you don't have to stay up till midnight to do it um you do need to purchase it for each member of your traveling party that you have plans with right that you're going to be using it with in the park and when you purchase it selecting your party works just like the functions of everything else within the app just your list of family and friends will pop up and you choose Right, so you, you do add. have to be connected to the people in your party yes. on the Genie and Plus app. those people have to have a park pass for the park Correct. that you're buying the Genie Plus for. Yeah. So they have to have valid park admission. Otherwise, you won't be able to select them. Yeah. So pro tip there, make sure before you're doing this that all your friends show up in your list of friends and family. Um, if they're in your resort with you, you'll see them listed there. So, <laughs> you know, if they're there, then they're good, right? You know that they're with you. So get all that set up beforehand. Yes. And the price is going to be determined by which park you're attending. So before it was like the same price for everything. They have since changed that. The prices are different for each park. Magic Kingdom is the highest cost and then Animal Kingdom is the lowest cost. If you plan on park hopping, there is a park hopper option, which is the same price as Magic Kingdom. If it's a busy day, Genie Plus may sell out, mm-hmm. meaning they have a certain number of um, uh, a certain number of guests that they want using. Genie Plus, and if that number is met, then it is not available to purchase. Chances are, if you're buying it in the morning, you're okay. And again, yeah. this like the the really small exception is those really really busy weeks, but that's one to two weeks out of the yeah, year. Yeah, they Chances haven't really are, hit many of those days where it's been sold out. No, like it's been like I feel like big news when they've sold out because yep. it's like oh my gosh, like it must be crazy because Genie Plus sold out. Yeah, and it was but, Christmas week, incidentally. Yeah. So um, Genie Plus can Genie Plus, <laughs> Genie Plus can technically sell out. Uh, general rule of thumb in Disney is be early. Mm-hmm. So just buy it in the morning. Even if you're not going to the park until later in the day, just just buy it. Get yourself, you know, your Genie Plus right there. If any of the individual parks, Genie Plus sells out. So let's just say Animal Kingdom sells out. By the way, it's never going to happen. But let's just say <laughs> Animal Kingdom um, sells out. It's full. They don't want any other, you know, they've hit the, the maximum number of guests with it. Then the Park Hopper version of Genie Plus will also be unavailable. In other words, if you're sitting there thinking, oh, well, uh, Animal Kingdom is sold out. Let me just get the Park Hopper and I can go there and use it. Nope. Once one park sells out, the Park Hopper one is no longer available. You can only get the individual mm, parks. Which, I mean, that makes sense, right? Yep. So um, also make sure you purchase Genie Plus before 7 a.m. So we did say after 12 a.m., but you need to make sure you do it before 7 a.m. Because 7 a.m. is kind of like the magical time that everything starts. So that includes picking your first uh, Genie Plus attraction, joining a virtual queue if it's applicable, and then or purchasing an individual lightning lane. Mm-hmm. So and 7 a.m. 7 a.m. everyone. Tomorrow morning. <laughs> Santa's coming. Um, anyway. And individual lightning lanes are not a part of Genie Plus. It's a separate purchase. Yeah. Genie I mean, this Plus... is where people get confused because yes. they're like, what is a lightning lane? What is Genie Plus? Yes. Why are they different? So, so Genie Plus offers access to the lightning lanes of select attractions. So if you're familiar with the fast pass terminology, like the fast pass line, that yeah. line still exists. It's just called the lightning lane. Yeah. Genie Plus allows you to access the lightning lane of a certain number of attractions. And then a few other attractions, the only way to get access to the lightning lane is to purchase access a to the lightning separate. lane separately. Yeah. And each park has at least one attraction. It's, it's, the, it's the big ticket attraction yes. right like it is what you're thinking of um in the in the parks you can ride each attraction only once once yeah with, with um with, with genie plus yeah. yeah okay great 
So if you book your haunted mansion in the morning, you can't get another haunted mansion later in the day. You've you've used that you've uh, visited that attraction. That attraction will not be available to you to book a Lightning Lane via Genie Plus. Okay, do you got all that? Has everyone written that down? <laughs> okay, so seven a.m. You're selecting your first attraction. So this is like how to use it, right? We're moving into the how do you actually use it. So now you've purchased it. It's 7 a.m. You're going to select your first attraction. You're going to choose something that is sure to have a long line, even at Rope Drop. Um, If you're not sure, you can pull up the My Disney Experience app in the middle of the day, the day before you get there and see how long the wait times are. I feel like most people kind of know, like you've Mm. asked somebody, you kind of know which uh, which attractions are going to be like insane. It's usually the ones that you really want to do. Those are going to have the long line. So for uh, 7 a.m., you're going to select that first one. Make sure it's one that typically has a long line. I.e., as we're going to talk later, Peter Pan's flight in Magic Kingdom is usually like the go-to because it's a ridiculous line. It's a 30-second ride. Most people want to try to lightning lane it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't want to choose a lightning lane for a ride that when you get there, there's going to be a five-minute wait. It's a waste. Yeah. 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 Um, After your 7 a.m. selection, you are able to select another attraction after one of two things happens. Okay, write this down, everyone. This is where people, I feel like this is where people get really confused. It's yes. like, what? So after one of the one of the instances is if you redeem your lightning lane. So let's say we're in Magic Kingdom. You choose, I don't know, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean because you didn't want to wait five minutes early in the morning. Um, so you, um, you go on the attraction, you tap in, right? You can use your same Magic Band or phone or whatever you use to get into the park. Um, right after that is when you can get your next one or if you happen to choose an attraction that has a return time that is like out in the in the future because it's a really popular attraction and you're there maybe during a busy time um you are able to select a second attraction even if you haven't redeemed your first as long as a certain amount of time has passed so you may remember the old paper fast pass ticket you had to wait until like a certain window they would print on the ticket like you can select another attraction it's that same kind of thing they're trying to space it out Otherwise, everyone would just get a bunch and then it, like there'd be super yeah. long um, lightning lane lines. So um, the next time you're able to select an additional attraction, if you haven't yet redeemed your first, is two hours after the park opens. So that two hours is what they consider to be the the window of time that they, yes. they want to have a buffer Not- built in. Not two hours since you booked your first one. It's two hours after park open. A lot of people yes. get that wrong. They're like, well, it's been two hours since I booked my first one. It's like, nope, it's nope. two hours after park open. Yes. Then it's two hours after you've booked that next one or whatever. Yeah. But- so like some of the early opening parks like Animal Kingdom, two hours is 10 a.m., right? Because mm-hmm. it tends to open up at, at around eight these days. And it's not from the um, early morning extra, whatever we're calling it, the Correct. extra magic it's hours in the, the morning. regular the actual... park hours. Exactly, yes. Yeah. So yeah. if Magic Kingdom opens up at 8.30 for resort guests and nine o'clock for everyone, that means at 11 a.m. Again, if you redeem it, your first one before then, you do that immediately. But if you have not yet redeemed, yeah. you are able to select another one two hours after the park open time. Okay. To redeem them... To use your ticket or you basically use your ticket or your phone at the tap-in stations, like at each attraction. So wherever you're tapping your magic band on those, like, you know, the Mickey things, kind of Mm -hmm. like when you get into the park, that's where you're going to use those. Um, It's immediately upon redeeming that you're able to select your next attraction. So you can even do it right there in the line. The only thing you need to watch for is if there's two tap-ins. So some lines have one tap-in, some lines have two tap-ins because they want to make sure people are not jumping the line. Mm -hmm. You'll kind of figure that out as you go. A lot of the attractions that have two are like Pirates, 
um, Thunder Mountain, Space Mountain, a lot of those have two. So you have to wait till you hit the second one in order for it to register for you to get your next one. I hope that makes and sense. You know, I'm very grateful for the second tap in space because that whole big long hallway, no, like, Anyone no one's could watching jump in. that. It's usually the long yes. lines because they want to make sure like no one has actually yep. jumped the line. So we are thankful for that. But yeah, like if you're waiting in line, you, I mean, and you're like, I tapped in, but it's not letting me do it. It's typically because there's a second tap in. But mm-hmm. sometimes those are not working. Um, so like if you are kind of waiting, it's like just check and see. But most of the time, the two taps are working. Yep. I feel like thunder is the one that goes down a lot. But anyways. Mm. Um, you know, and so just make sure one, just make sure you have your stuff ready to be tapped because I'm also annoyed when people get up there and they're like, Oh, I put all my stuff away. And I'm like, there's yeah. another tap station. Now we're all waiting. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so, and then that's when you're going to continue selecting and redeeming them throughout the day. So we're going to talk about, um, how to do this. Greg's going to kind of talk about a strategy here. I'm going to tell you yes. a little bit what, what Doug and I maybe do a little bit different, but overall it's kind of the same thing. So Here's some more notes for you guys. All right, everyone. First, we're going to stretch. We're going to shake it out here. We're going to just take Take me out to the bug. Oh, that's not what we're doing. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Not what we're doing. Not the seventh inning stretch. It is the Genie Plus stretch. We're we're getting ready to receive more information. The Genie Plus stretch is more like... "Mm, mm, 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 We've learned a lot, and I want you to follow me on a journey, okay? Here this is go. something that's relatively new to Genie Plus, and if you're anything like me, you're like, okay, I see how it works, but how do I maximize it? How can I possibly jam as much as I possibly can into a day you just um, got with Genie Plus? So, uh, and I, I just want to preface this with, it's a bit of a journey. So mm-hmm. come along with me on this Genie Plus journey. Look at the stuff. See how it works. We're going to show you how Genie Plus twerks. Okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Too much? Was that too weird? Okay. Uh, no, never too weird. Okay. All right. So um, this is, I'll call this advanced Genie Plus, sir. But this is, you're about to get your degree in Genie Plus. Yes. So at 7 a.m., I am, of course, as 7 a.m. approaches, I'm ready. I've already purchased my Genie Plus beforehand. I got all the parties selected that I wanted. I've added Genie Plus to all of them. I'm going to select my first attraction at 7 a.m. For this particular day, I'm talking about planning the perfect day at Magic Kingdom. I think this is the best park to do this specific um, procedure with, right? Mm -hmm. This exact attack plan, if you will. Okay. So I'm at Magic Kingdom. Well, I'm not at Magic Kingdom. I am there. I at 7 a.m. It's time for me to book my first attraction. I'm going to select Peter Pan's flight. Now let's let's back up too because we also did yes. not mention you do not have to be on property for this. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, well, what if I'm not staying on property? You do not have to be on property to get this portion of this done. Correct. Okay. I have so, done it from the comfort of my bed. Yes, yeah, 7 a.m. You can be in your bed if you want to. You can be in your hotel wherever mm-hmm. you are. Yep. No need to get up, although probably I'm already awake, but yeah. for the story's sake, I'm in my bed just cuddling my <laughs> stuffed animals. So um, at 7 a.m., I choose my first attraction, Peter Pan's Flight. I decided to choose a attraction that I know is going to have a return time that's kind of later because in the morning, like a bunch of guests are there booking up that particular attraction. Mm-hmm. We happen to love it. I'm not waiting in line for it. And although this is an attraction that opens up with the early morning, I think still the line forms pretty quickly. And before you know it, it's like a 30 minute line. I'm like, you know what? I could go on two or three other rides in that one time. Mm-hmm. They're all less popular. So I'd rather do that. And I'd rather lightning lane this. So here's the thing. 
I am right there and I'm choosing my attraction and I'm looking at Peter Pan's flight. And what I'm hoping for is a return time of something that's at least like 10 a.m., right? If it's not, I'm not booking it. I'm going to wait a couple of minutes and I have time to play with. And I think sometimes the urgency is, well, I got to book something at seven because I want to be able to book. Just hold on for a second. Mm -hmm. Because don't forget the next thing you can book if you don't redeem it is two hours after park open. So if you book something at 7.10, you can still do it at exactly 11 a.m. because it's two hours after park open, right? Yeah. So I'm going to, my, the important thing is here is getting the time that I want. So I, um, I'll choose a return time once I, I'm able to do it for something a little later in the morning. Golden would be afternoon, but that's on a really busy day. You're probably not going to see that super often. So at this point, I am on the move. I am headed to, to Magic Kingdom, whether I'm staying somewhere on property because I'm there on vacation or I'm coming from a house. Um, I am going to do rope drop at Magic Kingdom. And this is, and I really mean this, whether this is an early morning entry or not, whether I'm staying at a Disney resort or if I'm coming from my house, in this scenario, in my perfect Magic Kingdom day with Genie Plus, I actually probably wouldn't do the early morning start because it's going to interfere with the rides that I want to do and the way that I'm going to attack the park. Mm -hmm. So I would just stand there and wait with everyone else and try to go into like Pirates or something, um, which is actually what I'll do. I'm going to rope drop, head right to Pirates of the Caribbean and just be mad that I'm not at the Disneyland version. And then while I'm either waiting for the park to open or walking over to Pirates, I'm pulling up my original fast, my original fast pass, my original lightning lane for Peter Pan. And at this point, you can modify your Genie Plus selection, mm -hmm. your lightning lane, which is not something you were always able to do. Definitely not in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So when you pull up your lightning lane, it's right there in your plans for the day. If you're on the tip board and you clip, clip and you click my day, um, right there will be your lightning lane selections. You can click on this instance. I'm going to click on the Peter Pan one. And right there, there's that little pencil symbol, which means modify and also says modify. And if you were to choose a different time, now that I've, since I've already chosen this, I made my initial selection, any modification I do doesn't count as like a new selection. So it knows that I did it however many minutes or half an hour ago. When I'm modifying, it doesn't reset the clock in any way. But I'm just sitting there refreshing it to get an even later return time. Because ultimately what I'm trying to do is throughout the day is to get all of my lightning lanes to be in the second half of the day after dinner would be preferable. So at this point, I am um, heading over to or already at Pirates of the Caribbean. And while I'm casually soaking in the atmosphere of the unbusy sides of the park, um, when I have a moment, I'm just doing a quick refresh on my phone to see what's going on here. I will say this is a phone intense activity. If that's not for you and you'd prefer to do the more laid back, casual vacation vibe, then I will say, then don't do this, right? Mm -hmm. It is your, it's your vacation. I want you to get out of it what you want. Then this would not be the activity for you. If you're trying to be ride motivated, like I know sometimes we are, um, this is just part of the game. And I'm, and don't blame the player. <laughs> blame the game. Okay. Is that the word? Don't hate don't the player, hate, hate the, the game. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Wow, Greg. So, <laughs> you know me, always up on my street phrases. Um, <laughs> So at this point, I'm on Pirates or whatever, and then I'm going to do the standby line on Haunted Mansion. I don't want to choose a lightning lane for that. I'll wait. At this time in the morning, even if it's 20 or 25 minutes, I'm going to like, that's a line. It's not hot out yet. I'm mm -hmm. good with that. While I'm in the line, of course, I am now checking my phone to see if I can even push my first Peter Pan flight lightning lane even further because it's it really just depends on how many people are selecting it. That's what pushes the time out. Mm -hmm. So if no one's selecting it, it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to kind of like just sit there, hover at that time. So you kind of have to wait it out. And then I'll probably go over to Small World because it's right there, Peter Pan and Small World, right in that little corridor of Fantasyland. And all the while still checking and pushing back my Peter Pan flight. 
And then I'll head back to New Fantasyland and do the Under the Sea, the the Voyage, the Journey of Little Mermaid. So this will be my fourth attraction. And this line is not going to have a long wait at this time of the morning still. Might be 20, 25 minutes at this point, but it's beautiful air conditioning in there. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to be in there. And probably around this time is when 11 o'clock's rolling around and I'm able to select my next attraction. Again, I didn't redeem my first Peter Plan, Peter Plan. Um, that's someone who's really organized. Mm -hmm. The uh, Peter Pan flight, I still haven't redeemed it, so it's still floating out there, and I'm pushing it back. Maybe it's like at 1 or 2 o'clock now at this point, my return time. Um, at 11, I'm going to select my next lightning lane, and I'll probably choose something like Space Mountain. Because at this point, around 11 a.m., the Space Mountain return times are probably in the just after lunch time frame, if I have to take a guess. Mm -hmm. Then I'll probably go over to People Mover, and the same thing. While I'm while I'm waiting in line at People Mover, I'll check both my Lightning Lanes now. Try to modify whichever one of them, even if I'm only moving it out half an hour. That's fine. The more you know, just progress is progress. And um, after I get out the People Mover, this is uh, uh, when I leave. <laughs> this is when I leave the park. I either eat lunch in the park or leave the park and have lunch at a resort if that's where I'm staying. Or if I'm not staying somewhere, I'll still probably leave. Chances are, um, if I'm here for the whole day, I'm probably staying somewhere on property. I wouldn't drive home and come back. Mm -hmm. so this would be a vacation day for Greg. Um, I'd go back to the resort we're staying at and, I don't know, maybe friggin' relax. If this is truly a perfect day at Magic Kingdom, I'm staying at Bay Lake Tower right across the street. Just FYI, sure. everybody. Okay. And this made-up scenario, which I've done a bunch of times. Like, this is literally what I have done mm -hmm. or what I would do now that you can modify. This is what I helped Nicole and her brother do when they were in the park the other day. Definitely stay at a Magic Kingdom for a few hours, relax at the resort. I already got five rides in for the day, so which is already a pretty good day, mm -hmm. right? Um, and also, I think it's important for me, and I know there's a bunch of others out there like this, I find a lot of value, a lot of joy in my relaxation time. I think that it's important to get out of a vacation what you want, and sometimes I just want to relax. And it's a lot of go, 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 and I like to balance that out with just an afternoon of relaxing. I'm going to take a nap. You're going to catch me snoozing in the bed in the room for a couple of hours and then head back around dinner time. But I will, of course, make sure I'm around at 1 p.m., which is when I can select my third lightning lane because at this point I haven't redeemed any of my original lightning lanes. Instead, I've been modifying them and getting them to have return times that are later in the day. Um, for my third one, I'll choose something like another larger attraction like Big Thunder Mountain. So at this point, I've got Peter Pan, Space, and Big Thunder Mountain for a time later in the afternoon. All three lightning lanes, I'm just going to casually scroll through maybe while I'm sitting by the pool and just see if I can modify when I'm not going down the water slide with the kids. And the by not my kids, just other people, you know, because <laughs> I'm a child. Um, and the goal is to just keep modifying these three until they're in the somewhere between 5 and 9 p.m. range. Anywhere in there is fine. Then at 3 p.m., I'll select my fourth lightning lane, which I'll probably would do Jungle Cruise because that line's whacked out, right? Mm -hmm. At that point of the day, it's probably over an hour and it's friggin' hot. So no thank you. I'd be heading back to Magic Kingdom around 5. Probably while I'm walking over, it's going to hit 5 o'clock and I can make another lightning lane selection, which would be my fourth uh, selection at this point. Oh, sorry. That would be my fifth lightning lane selection at this point. Mm -hmm. And again, while I'm doing whatever I need to do, I'll just be walking around making sure I'm modifying them out. Probably do something like Buzz Lightyear or something because I'm not waiting on that line. Mm -hmm. And then once I've gotten, depending on if I did want to do a fifth attraction, either all four or five of those lightning lanes in the 5.30 maybe to 9 o'clock range, then it's redemption time. Then I am, and chances are, and I have not had a problem with this, I've been able to get them lined up to where they're in like a sensible route. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't want Big Thunder and then Space mm. and then Peter Pan, right? Like I'm, yeah. it has always worked. Mm 
um, to do it. And you keep in mind, you still have your grace period. You can show up as early as five minutes and you can be as late as 15 minutes mm -hmm. for a lightning lane return. And sometimes you need that. Don't yeah. take advantage of it, but sometimes you need it. And, uh, and then boom, it's, it's redeem, 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 redeem. And I will have added another four or five attractions. So I'm somewhere between nine and 10 attractions for the day with built-in nap pool and break from the heat if it's a summer day um, time in the middle of the day. And at that point, I'll probably wind up and catch Happily Ever After behind the castle or um, one of our other favorite kind of more secluded areas, less in-your-face people would be in Liberty Square, that bridge that overlooks the Haunted Mansion and kind of where the ferry boat is because they take the ferry, um, the steamboat in on some nights. And uh, I think like, to me, that's a that's a perfect Magic Kingdom day. Don't have to worry mm -hmm. about lining up for Happily Ever After super early. So my Genie Plus attractions was Peter Pan, Space, Big Thunder Mountain, Jungle Cruise, and uh, maybe Buzz. And then I was able to do standby at Pirates, Haunted Mansion, Small World, The Little Mermaid, and People Mover. And I feel like that is a... That's a jam-packed day. And the nugget of information to take out there is the, or the pearl of wisdom, if you will, mm -hmm. is that modification thing. That is a game yeah. changer. Yeah. Um, it makes it, to me, like that is really how it should have been from the beginning. And it makes it so much better to navigate the day with Genie Plus. Yeah. We are, so we kind of pretty much do the same thing. Like we are roulettes, uh, probably a little bit more than you guys are. Um just because when we come, we want to like get everything in jam packed, but we typically do the same thing. Our, um, we're usually going to try to get like a Peter Pan or something because you know, that's the one we want to get. And I would say we probably just, we usually kind of just grab what we can. We just grab like the latest one that's available because we know we can modify it. So it's like, let's just get it. And then we just know that we can always modify it later. But so we're probably a little bit the same in that. And then when we rope drop, we're either going to rope drop mine train um, or we're just going to head to Adventureland and we're going to do Jungle Cruise first and like work our way around. So that's kind of typically what we do. Um, I would say depending on the crowd levels, we may start using lightning lanes a little bit earlier. Um, maybe like around lunchtime, especially if we're trying to like do some lightning lanes in one park and then hop to another park. Um, yeah, like we just might start using them earlier and then start booking them later. But I would say too, um, I'm trying to remember, you can still book lightning lanes in a second park if you do the park hoppers to start with, correct? As long as that return time is after 2 p.m. Correct. Right. So that's the, the trick there was like you have to book it after 2 p.m. in another park if you're going to park hop. Yep. So remember that trip too, that trick too. But yeah, and I mean, and now don't forget you have to buy the park hopper genie plus, right? Correct. So if you're spending one day in the park, although the magic kingdom is the same price. Yeah. So like, what's yeah. the difference? Might as well get it. Um, so that's just something to, to remember. I feel like for us, it just, it always depends on what the crowd levels are looking like, how much we can get done in the morning. If like when we decide when we're going to start them, mm -hmm. but we're pretty much kind of doing the same thing. We're trying to stack them as much as we can in the evening times. Cause that's just when it gets a little bit busier. Cause if yep. you go by rope drop, you can typically get a lot of things done. Mm -hmm. Um, and the last day that we had there, we did decide we were going to rope drop seven doors, mine train. We got there early. We were on the second train, I think. And so we were still able to like do it and move around and get some other things done before yeah, we started okay. like doing our stacked. But I would say the best way to do it is to stack them for later. Like you said, that's just kind of our tip. Again, you can use this however you want. It's up to you. It is harder. I feel like to stack, um, like to move around when you have a larger party, 
just because it's going to be harder to move those to modify those times when you have a lot of people mm, but we've never had issues and even um i was surprised the last time we came um because we met up with rick and david and we were all able to get lightning lanes at the same time like where our times overlapped and so we could all ride together even though we were doing them separately so yeah there is i mean and if you like you just kind of have to play the game right it's like if you look at it once and you don't find your time, it's like, okay, don't give up. Like you just got to keep looking at it. Mm-hmm. The times that you want will pop up um, and you can overlap them time-wise. It's just, you're just going to have to get there in order to do them. So that is something nice. Cause before I think with the fast pass system, they'd be like, oh, you have another thing that interacts with this time and you can't book that. But now it doesn't really matter. You can overlap them because if you go on the front end for one, then you can go on the back end for the other one. And they like, they don't care about that. So, yep. That is kind of the uh, the nice thing about this new system. We had posted to Instagram. Um, do you have any Genie Plus questions? And we wound up answering some of them along the mm-hmm. way. So if I didn't read your question, it's probably because we already answered it. But there were a few that like didn't really fit in. So uh, which is not to say they were bad questions. What I mean is they kind of they needed to stand on their own. Yeah. So this question from Christy was: Any parks where Genie Plus is not worth it? And my initial thought, and I feel bad, like I feel like Animal Kingdom is the punching bag sometimes of the parks, even though it's the most beautiful and I totally get what people love it. For me, um, I mean, it has 10 attractions you could use within Genie Plus and half of them aren't things that I'm going to be doing. Yeah. Um, I would say if you want to do the safari, um, just rope rope drop it. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit difficult there. If you're going to spend money, I would probably just do do the individual lightning lane for the uh, flight of passage and just try to make everything else work. Because yeah. that's not part of Genie Plus. That's an individual lightning lane. Mm-hmm. Whereas Genie Plus, I mean, could get you on Everest and the Safari and the Navi River Journey. But I just personally wouldn't do it. But then again, it is the lowest price of all four of the parks. And I actually feel the same way about Epcot. Um, I, I don't know. I don't need Test Track in my life every time I visit. And Soren, we just like when you were here with, you know, when I was there with you not that long ago, we only waited like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, and that was like a, two hours after the park opened or so. So like you can still get a pretty good wait time on that yeah. as far as big ticket. But if your family just needs to go on Frozen Ever After, then maybe then maybe that's your thing, right? Or Ratatouille. Yeah, maybe that's something you need to do as well. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think Epcot's kind of hit or miss for us depending on like mm. uh, park uh, crowd levels. But we are typically like Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom. We would say you definitely need them. Otherwise, you could be able to you could get away with it without them so agree there uh andrea asks how do you maximize genie plus while park hopping so let's talk about that um i was thinking of using the strategy i was just talking about that we were just talking about Mm -hmm. about getting a bunch of things maybe stacking them but i will say that the kind of difficult part there is that you can't book for the second park like we were talking about until it's the return times are after two. Mm-hmm. So I would probably get one or two redemptions in in the morning. Yeah, I think that's typically what we're doing when we're park yep. hopping. We're like, well, we kind of have to use some in the morning. And it makes more sense to do that and then start getting stacking them later after two o'clock. Because that's yep. the thing. You're not going to get like after two o'clock right away in the morning. So you may as well just grab a few, do some in the morning time and then start booking them like closer to lunch. And play the game. After yeah. in the new park. Yep. So. so I would try to get somewhere between one and three, right? Two or three rides in and park one. Mm-hmm. And then um, I would probably take my break as I usually do and leave. But um, at that point, when I'm starting to uh, book for the afternoon, you can still play that every two hour game where I would modify and try to get them stacked to after dinner. And I'd probably be able to get maybe three or four rides in there, depending on on how that all works out. So 
It just, it really just depends on which two parks you're going to. If you are going to park hop, I feel like maybe that's a time to do Genie Plus at Animal Kingdom, right? So you pay, mm-hmm. you pay the park hopping price, but if you really just want to do like the safari maybe, and because that line could get, it does get, it does grow pretty quickly. Um, but if you wanted to do that and maybe Everest or something like two like big ticket items and then peace in out the morning and in the morning. Yeah. And then to head to your park. second park or, or vice versa, yeah. whichever way you're trying to do it. Um, that's what I, what I would do and stick yeah. to that modifying system of trying to, um, I, what I call the modification dance, which mm-hmm. is you're just out there trying to make it work, pushing those things Play back as game. far as you can. Play that game. Play the game. It's Disney's most famous game. <laughs> Um, okay, Christine said, on nights of Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, when can I enter the park? Sorry, when I can enter the park at 4 p.m., can I book a Tron virtual boarding group before 7 p.m.? The short answer is... No. I don't think so. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's a no. Yeah. Because for the, as an example, for the seven... So virtual boarding groups, we didn't really talk about. It's not a Genie Plus thing. But for the virtual bo- uh, boarding groups, the... Um, you're allowed to start booking them at seven is when you can try to get in mm-hmm. specifically for Tron light cycle run is what we're talking about here. Um, you don't have to be in the park to do it, but for the 1 PM one you do. Mm-hmm. So when they reopen it at 1 PM, as an example, you had to have already tapped into the park. So um, at that point, when you are entering the park at four, um, you, you can't really like mm-hmm. participate in the one o'clock doling out of virtual boarding groups because you haven't yet tapped into the park and your ticket isn't good until technically four o'clock. Right. So, and I know they're going to reopen the virtual queue for the party. So that, that's why I'm thinking it's a no, even mm-hmm. though you can get in earlier at four o'clock because as a ticket holder, you can get in earlier. Um, and the party starts at seven, but I, I really just don't, the way that it's looking for me is that it's likely to be a big no. Sorry to tell you. But you just basically have to wait until they open it up for the time for the that's specific yep. to the party. And then you can do it then. Then you're golden. And I think mm-hmm. you'll be okay. I mean, the attendance for the Halloween party is obviously less than a normal day operation, although you are all doing it at the same time. Um, I, th- I feel like you'll have a pretty good shot um, because there's so much going on for the Halloween party, right? It's not yeah. just the Tron thing. Right. It's just that there's a lot going on. Right. All right. Let's talk about some other apps and tips. Greg, what yeah, you got? so there's a bunch of things that I don't know if you all know exist in the app that can make your either vacation easier or your planning. And this one's brand new, like it just started earlier this week or at this point last week. So it started earlier this month, I should say. And they're checklists. So they're kind of starting out with this um, Flavors of Florida Food Festival at Disney Springs as like the kind of like the pilot for this checklist system. Mm. But right now when you're in the app, and you're looking around like the different options available at Disney Springs. One of them is the flavors of Florida food festival. And it's basically just like Florida local stuff that you can go around Disney Springs and try. Right. Mm -hmm. But the cool thing about this is they've created a checklist so that you can keep track of all the different drinks and snacks that you've had and what you want to try. So you can mark them off as you go along within the app. Right. Until then you'd either have to have something else printed out, or maybe you made something in your note section in your phone but now you can do it all within the My Disney Experience app. And although this is currently just for the Flavors of Food Festival at Disney Springs, inside the app it does say that this is new and just for this festival, but they say it may become available for other festivals and celebrations in the future. And I think it would be so cool, and hopefully they do it, for like, I don't know, food and wine, flower Yeah, like garden, isn't this basically the just the virtual passport? Like they're just trying out the virtual passport essentially? 
Yes, but you can interact with it, right? So like yeah. the virtual passport before you can't like check it off and say you did it. It just lists it there and then it yeah. clouds it up. But when you check it off, like you can actually see what you've done, which is which is nice. Cool. Awesome. That's one new thing. Yeah. All right. The next thing is transportation. So this icon can be found in the main menu after pressing the three lines in the bottom right. Um, it's the like way that you can access the car locator. So after you've parked to help remember where, you know, where you've parked, like if, if you've parked on site and you want to know. Um, you can use the car later, car locator feature there. The parking section has a ton of info on parking rates and rules um, at each park and resorts, all the things. If it tells you, uh, it even tells you how many charging stations are offered at each park and at Disney Springs. So if you have an electric car, you need to check that out as well. Um, yeah, FYI, only three three resorts have charging spaces. I guess they're trying to grow that, but it's Coronado, Riviera, and Wilderness. Also in the transportation section are the monorail and water transportation icons or tiles. Um, you can go in there and see which resorts offer those types of mm-hmm. transportation. I get those questions a lot too. If I'm yeah. staying here, how do I get from here to A or to B? Well, just click the transportation thing and see what it is. Mm-hmm. So if you click monorail or if you click water transportation, it literally lists each resort that's accessible on that line and where it goes and the operating hours of those modes of transportation, which yeah. is super helpful on the bus tile there too you can learn how early in the morning before the park opens you you'll be able to catch a bus Mm -hmm. or how late after the park closes that the buses will run same thing for the skylander section so if it's your first time or maybe it's your first time staying at a resort that's on the skylander line and you're like i can't remember all this just go to the transportation page and click skylander and just do a quick little read up on it so you know what's what with the operation times all right. Do you want to talk about add to my day? Yeah, there is a there's a way to find things in the app that are like shows or I don't know, performances, parades, even that you can add to your itinerary as if it were an attraction. So these are not really reservations. It's just a note to self, basically, mm-hmm. because oh, I don't know I about know. you, but especially on this type of scenario where we're talking about Genie Plus, when I'm out there loading up my day, for what I'm going to do, I rely on the My Day tab of, of the tip board to like tell me what I'm doing, right? That's like I've kind of made it so that that's like my plan for the day. So if there's something specific I wanted to do, like make sure I catch the Dapper Dans in their first performance of the day, when you're in the app and you are like looking at what's available in, in the entertainment section or something, you'll actually see, like as an example, you can tap on the Dapper Dans and there's a little Add to My Day button. Mm. When you tap that, mm-hmm. it um, will tell you the different performance times and you can choose the one you want. And it works just, it looks like you're booking like a dining reservation or even a, a lightning lane. Again, not an actual reservation, just a note to yourself, but then it'll put it on your plans for that day. So you choose the day that you want it and the time. And it's a great way to remind yourself or just kind of make sure that you know that's what you wanted to do because what might happen is when it comes time to book your dining reservations and you're like, oh, I want to book it for 1045 and you go to book it and then your app will remind you, you also have a reservation. Mm-hmm. A, um, you also have something at this time. Like, oh, that's right. I really wanted to see the Dapper Dan's. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you've got a dining reservation for the place you want, <laughs> yeah. catch the Dan's at a different time. Yeah. But you get my point. The dance can you suck can do it. That. <laughs> yeah, you can do it um, for a bunch of things, not just the Dapper Dan's. I mean, it, it's like even something as like kind of small as the flotillas in Animal Kingdom, yeah. um, different parades and stage shows like the the stage show in front of the castle in Magic Kingdom. It's, it's a really cool way to just add personal things to your day so you don't forget and you can build it. It'd be build nice if they plan. tell us when Divine's going to be out, but it's a secret usually. Yeah, the, you can you can make a note that you want to see Divine, yeah. I think, um, if it says add to my day, but I don't think there are times listed yeah. 
at that particular thing. Yeah. And I just have to remind you, it's not a reservation, just a note to self. Yeah. And if you change your mind, you can just pull up your plans for that day. You can either click on the future plans or if you're, it's actually day of, you just go to the tip or do my day and then remove from your day and then it's gone. Yeah. Um, the next thing, like new but not new, mobile order and merchandise mobile checkout. So the merchandise mobile checkout is a little bit newer. Mobile order has been around for a while, especially since COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a good way to save time in any quick service dining location. So I would always check your app and see if they offer mobile ordering. I think most of them use it now. Um, you can now use a gift card or a Disney Chase Visa Rewards card if you've got those, um, which is a nice bonus because before you couldn't use those. Mm-hmm. Now you can. So you can add those to your app to use those. Uh, and the mobile merchandise checkout also allows you to scan your items and pay without having to wait in a checkout line. Uh, that also applies for annual pass, DVC, merchandise discounts. All of that is automatically applied. Um, and so basically what you do is, because we were kind of confused about this, you would check, you would basically check out and then you will find one of the cast members that have a mobile checkout um, like sign. They're usually standing near an exit and they have a sign that says like mobile checkout here and you go to them and they will kind of like finish out your um, your checkout for you to make sure like everything's in good order and whatnot. They'll give you a bag if you need it. So um, it's a great way to save time. And that's why those people are standing there. Because I remember being in there and being like, what are these people doing? And then I realized when we did the mobile checkout, I'm like, that's what it's for. So look for the people with the mobile checkout signs. That's what they're there for is when you are finished, you've scanned out, like scanned, you've paid for everything or whatever, you go to them and they'll finalize it for you. Oh my gosh. At the Emporium, at Creation Shop. I like the big shops of these parks. It's usually where you're going to find it. It is Mm -hmm. a time saver, especially... If you know you're in there toward the end of the night, you know when it's that yeah. that rush. Yeah, yeah. Do what well, you and can. people Although are like waiting be... in line to check out, and the checkout person's just standing there. I'm like, mm, we're doing mobile. Like, yeah, it's just easy. Got to do it. A lot of people don't really know about it yet, but another thing you can use within the app is the Disney Magic Mobile. This allows you to make your park pass appear within your Apple or Google Wallet, so that you'll always have access to your park tickets, even if you happen to forget or lose your Magic Band or card. Um, it is very handy because. Like the other day when we just randomly went to Magic Kingdom, um, we were able to get in because we have it saved on our phone. I didn't even bring my park pass with me. Um, mm. We just, boom, walk in because we loaded up on our phone. And maybe technology isn't your friend, and that's okay. Feel free to ask for help. Um, but I feel like it's pretty straightforward. Once you get in there, it'll add it to your wallet, and you pull up your wallet, and that's what um, you actually tap up against the Mickey when you enter a park. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to go ahead and cover search here too? Yeah, and this is going to sound like an obvious one, right? But there's a search feature in the app. But this search feature is like a lifesaver, especially if you're not familiar with what things are called. Like you might know that there's a lightsaber shop in Hollywood Studios, but you know that it's called Savvy Lightsaber Shop? No, but you you can type in the word lightsaber and it will pull up the name like, okay, that's the name of that Mm -hmm. shop, right? Um, Sometimes we use Disney vocabulary words and we kind of forget that not everyone knows it because this might be your first trip in a long time. So search what you know and it'll likely pull up the thing you're looking for. But you could search a resort. You could search a restaurant if you wanted to and quickly access its menu and maybe check for reservations. You can, um, I did this today. Shout out to Sam who asked a park hopping question. I was like, you know, I just want to like, if I were a guest, like, let me interpret this because I had like the cast member answer, but I was like, what if I was just a regular old person? Mm-hmm. And um, I just typed in the phrase park hopper and I was able to find the current policy on park hopping. Like it was all right there within the app, um, which is really helpful. If you're not even sure what the names of the firework shows are, as an example, I'll admit this. I was talking about Disneyland with someone today and I was like, oh, I'm not 100% sure what the name of the 
fireworks show is in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to say it's called Wondrous, but like, is it Wondrous Journeys or just Wondrous? Then I couldn't think if I was remembering the old Epcot show, mm-hmm. um, Magic Journeys. I don't know. So I would yeah. just type in fireworks. So what you can do is if you type in fireworks into the app, it'll bring up the fireworks and nighttime entertainment page. And then it lists by names. park what of the names of all the basically nighttime spectaculars are in the park with clickable links. So, like, if you look under Magic Kingdom, obviously, it's just Happily Ever After. Then you click that, and then it tells you all about it. So, if you don't even know the names of the fireworks shows, which maybe sure. you don't, right? It, you, it's, you don't have to know everything. Yeah. Just type in fireworks, and it just leads you to find all the stuff you need to know. It's just very, it, very, very helpful. They are trying to make it foolproof. So, yep. um, And if you've done the search, and you simply, like, just cannot find what you're looking for, you can do the chat with us feature. So it's mm-hmm. built into the app. It's the click to chat feature to speak with a cast member. It's one of the like little tiles on the main menu. When you click the three lines at the bottom right corner, you can uh, choose the chat with us. You know, they might not be able to help with every single thing, but they can probably help point you in the right direction. So if you like absolutely cannot figure out what you're doing, obviously you can do the chat with us feature on there. And then obviously if that doesn't help find a cast member, like walking yeah, around, right. they're going to help you. <laughs> like yeah. they're doing everything they can in their power to help you figure out what it is. So mm-hmm. just, you know, don't be like searching for Harry Potter and then asking a cast member, <laughs> you know, that's on you. You're on your own. You're on your own you there. Mud blood. <laughs> so uh, the last thing we'll talk about is the cast compliment feature. So if a cast member has made some magic for you, make a little magic for them yeah. and just submit the cast compliment. It's obviously free to do. When you're in like the main menu section with all the different tiles we've been talking about, it's toward the bottom. It's got the little little name tag symbol, and it says cast compliment, and you can put in the name of the hometown. It's important to catch the the hometown of the person. Mm, yeah. So usually when I'm talking, and if I like if I know this is going real, well, I always like okay, what, what, okay, they're from Allentown, PA. Okay. Yeah. And I make sure I remember it, so I can put it. Um, and you don't have to, but it just makes it just ensures that it gets to the right person. Yeah, spread some joy. They spread a lot location. of joy for you, so help them out as well. Yeah, help them out. Let's jump into some Disney history in partnership with the Mouselets, who I saw um, yesterday. I happened to run into them and Benchlandia, who, by the way, you all always suggest we have on as a guest. Whenever we put out like either a survey or whatever, need to do that. um, The the top three people. Let's let's okay. Tell me what the list is. Tell me the list. The top three um, answers for that question. When I say, "Hey, who do you want to have on the show?" In no particular order, but the top, like the three that always are said the most are the Mouselets, mm-hmm. who have been on a bunch of times, and we're happy to call them friends. Mm-hmm. Benchlandia, mm-hmm. who I got to meet, and um, I believe I successfully uh, invited her on, so I think she'll, I think maybe the Mouselets and uh, Benchlandia uh, will join forces and talk about their trip together, hopefully soon. Yeah. And um, Michael of Michael Does Diz. I knew it. I was like, it's going to be Michael Does Disney, isn't it? Yeah, those are the three. And like, no matter what. So we've been doing these surveys for most years, right? We did the summer one. uh, If you haven't done it, feel free, by the way. There'll be a link in this episode description, totally anonymous. But the number, like the the top three most common answers are those three accounts. Good deal. Anyway, back to history. All right. (laughs) With our partners, our friends, the Mousets. Okay. Um, I'm going to take us back to 1989. When the Tower of Life was installed at the Wonders of Life Pavilion in Epcot. Mm, okay. The former Wonders of Life Pavilion. It was supposed to eventually become the Play Pavilion, but oops. And then for a while it was used as part of the Flower and Garden like thing. It's yeah. off to the left, just past uh, Cosmic Rewind and bef- you know, near uh, Mission yeah. Space. It was a 75-foot tall replica of DNA 
and it weighed 25 metric tons. You've probably seen yep. it. Um, it was what greeted you on the way in when you entered the Dino DNA. <laughs> good stuff there. Well, good. Um, I'm taking us back to 2007 because this is always just a pivotal moment in my life. Uh, <laughs> Disney World announced that beginning January 2008, Disney MGM Studios would be known as Disney's Hollywood Studios. Hashtag not my MGM. It was a dark day. A dark day. And with that, we're done. Uh, no, we're going to wrap it up here with a quote from Greg. But before we do, if you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can leave us a review over on iTunes so that others can locate us easier on uh, in the platform of choice in the world of Disney podcast. You can also follow along on our Instagram. We are at that park life podcast. If you want to leave us a question, you can do so on our Instagram highlight. It's ask Beth and Greg to follow our personal Instagram accounts. I am at the real Beth McDonald. And at Simplistic Thrills. Hey, now. I know. I was going to say that next. Oh, I just like I just like saying it for you so I can help cheer. Thank you. I appreciate that. Where are you, Greg? <laughs> I'm at that park. No, that's me. <laughs> He's at. I'm at the Disney Greg. You are. The Disney Greg. And if you at would like Greg. to follow either of us on our other projects, you can check us out at the Quick Escape Pod or Simplistic Thrills. Oh, there we there are. There you go. Uh, if you want to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment, simply share some Disney magic with loved ones, you want to get some, you know, magic gram, uh, what is that, magic mail? Magic mail. You can head over to our website. It is thatparklifepodcast.com. It's free for everyone because we love sharing the magic. Lastly, if you want to join our lovely gang of Diz nerds, head over to patreon.com slash thatparklife to get our bonus episodes where we dive deeper into our lives. Uh, we also have a friends and family feature on Instagram. We've got Discord. We just love our little group of Patreon peeps. Um, yeah, it's really great there. We also have an Amazon shopping list. So if you're like wondering, what should I bring to the Disney parks? Check out our Amazon shopping list. The link will be in the description there for that as well. Have I have I forgotten anything? Not forgotten anything, but I would like to point out that our uh, our Patreon followers got a humdinger. Yeah, they did. A barn burner of a uh a bonus episode this week because it was oh, i think 35 minutes yeah I mean, it was an we, extended supersized version we always say sometimes we share secrets well this was one of those episodes where lots of secrets yeah this was a it was a doozy i mean this was basically like say. a keys to the kingdom tour in its own self <laughs> yep anyway um i've got a quote as always uh to finish out our episode today and i was thinking about happily ever after because of the story that i told in our bonus episode and I just was kind of like picking out different parts of Happily Ever After. And I'd like to focus on the line that Aladdin tosses out mm -hmm. in the middle of Happily Ever After when he says, quote, trust me, having a best friend by your side opens up a whole new world of possibilities. So I hope you out there are either in a great friend relationship or you're about to find one. That's find right. the friend that's going to turn it around for you. That's right. You just have to be open and ready to accept it. I'm getting like a little frou-frou here. Anyway, thanks everybody for joining us this week. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.